Hi guys, this is your girl Wakeji Kamore and welcome to Reflections by Wakeji Kamore. <laughs> Happy New Week, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on the time that you get to listen to this. Thank you so much for listening and do remember to share the audio and the YouTube or the YouTube link with as many people as you can. So today I'll be covering the summary of Leviticus chapter 20 and the rules given in this chapter are mostly rules that are repeated from previous chapters. However, the difference is that this time there was an addition of punishments for breaking the rules. Again, I highly recommend that you read the chapter for yourself, line for word, line, word for word, so that the word of God can speak to you personally. But for now, let's go straight to the summary. Alright, so God, in this chapter, God told the people of Israel to set themselves separately from the persons of other nations. The people of Israel do not have to blindly do things just because the other people from other nations were doing them. Going to mediums to wiz- and wizards and sorcerers and all that for, for advice was one of those things that displeased God. Also, anybody who cast their parents, God said, would be worthy of being put to death. One of the crimes that God was worth that God said was worthy of death penalty among the Israelites was the act of sacrificing kids to Molech. God said that this was absolutely wrong and those who engaged in it would be put to death. God also said that those who disrespected their parents and had sex with another guy's wife or had sex with their dad's widow would also be put to death. Each of these sins carried a death penalty. There are many sins that are given that are given a death penalty in this chapter and are important things for the Israelites to avoid engaging in the mentioned activities. God tells the people of Israel what they should do and what they should do to what they should do to avoid the penalty. Most of the rules that come with a penalty, if broken in this chapter, relate to sex. And there, guys, that is the end of the summary. It's actually a very short chapter in itself. But I feel like the, the, this chapter, um, especially verse 7 of this chapter, captures the whole idea of the book of Leviticus. And this is what it reads. This is what um, Leviticus chapter 20 verse 7 says. In the easy-to-read version, it says, Be special. Make yourself holy because I am the Lord your God. Remember and obey my laws. I am the Lord and I have made you my special people. In uh, the ESV version, it says, Consecrate yourself, therefore, and be holy, for I am the Lord your God. Keep my statutes and do them. I am the Lord who sanctifies you. You see, God required the Israelites to consecrate themselves. And the word consecrate means to declare yourself sacred, to set yourself apart. And the reason they were to set themselves apart is because the Lord was their God. Their God was holy, he was sacred, and he was special. So the Israelites were to distinguish themselves from other nations who worshipped idols because they had a true God. So the thing is, this carries this is carried through to the New Testament. The Bible refers to us in First Peter chapter two verse nine. It refers to us as a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, 
are peculiar people that may that we may proclaim the excellence of God who has called us out of darkness into the marvelous light. So maybe you're thinking, ah, but you're not Abraham's descendants. I mean, <laughs> and you're wondering, so who's the chosen generation today? The good news is that when Jesus came and died for our sins, he gave us, and by us, I mean non-Jewish people, the Gentiles, he gave us the ability to be adopted into the family of God. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13 reads, Yes, at one point, you non-Jewish people were far away from God, but now in Christ, you are brought near to him, and you are brought near to God through the blood sacrifice of Christ. And verse 19 continues to say of the same chapter, of the same book and chapter, which is Ephesians chapter 2. I've read verse 13. I'm going to read verse 19, which continues to say, So now you non-Jewish people are no longer visitors or strangers, but you are citizens together with God's holy people. But So you are, we are citizens together with the Israelites who are God's holy people, and we belong to God's family. As I have mentioned earlier, uh, as we've been going through the Old Testament, is that the New Testament is an improved an updated Old Testament. It has better promises and it is more inclusive. In the Old Testament, most of the blessings were specific for the Israelites, the nation that God had chosen. But in the New Testament, it has better promises and it is inclusive even of the non-Jewish people because of the sacrifice of Christ. This means, like unlike the Old Testament, where the chosen generation was the Israelites and only was the Israelites only. In the New Testament, everyone who is in Christ has been adopted into the family of God and has become a chosen generation. We are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people. And our response should be to proclaim the excellence of God who has called us out of darkness into his marvelous light. This is your girl, Wakeji Kamore, and this has been Reflections by Wakeji Kamore.